there's a lot of things that make individuals nervous to become a police officer. And some of those things may even be stopping you from submitting that police application. Let's discuss. Before we get started, listen, I have those two gifts for you in the description. One is the Getting Started Workshop for Police Officers. It's going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process and bring back some of those nerves that you may have knowing that you have the knowledge going into it of what's going to happen. And it's just going to walk you through each steps and a little couple extra bonuses in there, like a practice written exam to let you know where it is you're scoring and where you should be working on to improve your chances of getting hired. Also, if you have something more specific to yourself, go ahead, sign up for a free coaching call with myself. I'd be glad to help you out any way I can. If you have questions or concerns that pertain specifically to you, I'll do my best to help you through that and, and get you going in the right step. Now, why do people become nervous about being a police officer? And let's hit the main reasons, right? It's it's a dangerous job. Right off the bat, people say, it's a dangerous job. I, I don't know if I want to do it, or I may have to defend myself, or I may have to use a defensive force to to subdue a, su a suspect. Big things that, that really alleviate that is the police academy. When you go in and you become a police officer, you're going to go through the police academy, and you're going to get state-of-the-art training that allows you to handle situations, one, in a physical manner, but two, in a in an intellectual manner, right? In a way that you can de-escalate a situation or you can interpret a situation before it goes south. You may already know that this individual may be getting ready to flee or may be getting ready to run at you. One thing I want to point out about these specific incidents are though they are so far and few between. Most law enforcement go their entire career without removing their firearm or a defensive tool from its holster for the sheer fact that that it's not like the movies and you're getting into into foot pursuits every single day and it's just it, that's not the way it is. Now, there are some departments that see a little bit more action, but those departments have a lot more officers. So even still, that that action is still divided up pretty sparsely, and, and you may never even find yourself in a situation that is like that. A lot of officers that find themselves in those situations are officers that are out there actively searching for really felonous crime, crime extreme major crimes, um, drug deals, gun deals human trafficking, all those type of things. Most of the time, you won't get a white-collar criminal that that tries to flee or run from you. They're just going to try and fight it in court. So so let that kind of give an ease of relaxation when you, when you see all these TV shows. TV show is not a perfect representation of the law enforcement profession. Other aspects is I don't know if my family can handle handle the stress of me being a law enforcement officer. One thing that I want to point out is a lot of law enforcement work shift schedules. And when you work shift schedules, you work 12-hour shifts usually. Sometimes there's three shifts and you work eight-hour shifts. There's uh, days and nights, and then there's a swing shift in the evenings into the nights. The nice part about these shifts is you're on something called a Panama schedule or a shift schedule. It doesn't always have to be a Panama schedule, but a shift schedule. Uh, every other week, I only work two days a week. I had five days off every other week. I would I'd be off Monday, Tuesday, 
work Wednesday, Thursday, then be off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This was great because I got time during the week to get stuff done. And then I got time, an extended weekend every time to, to hang out with my family and my friends. The other aspect is if I wanted a whole week off, I only had to use two days worth of leave. I didn't have to take five days off. I could only use two days and I could really drag out my my time off. If I wanted to take off a week for Christmas, I would just take off on my short week and get a whole week off for Christmas with my wife and my family members, everyone like that. It was phenomenal. It's it's great. Shift scheduling really works out well. And, and most of the time, by the time you get up, go to work, get home from work, your day is shot anyway. You don't want to be coming home and doing stuff. So getting things done on your day off, such as if you have to renew car registration or, or talk to someone, you can get it done during the week when everyone else is at work and the lines are all short. So there is a positive to that. I know people get nervous about the scheduling, but it's not always that way. And then as for nights, almost everyone who's on nights wants to be there. So a lot of times you don't even have to see the night shift schedule if you don't want to. A lot of people like nights because they get differential pay for working nights. They get a pay bump for working nights and it's usually about 10%. So if you're making 70, 75K a year, you're going to be making an extra 7,000 to 7,500 a year on top of that. So that 75K just turned into what, 82 and a half, 82, five. In, in a year. And that's without overtime. That's just working your normal shift. Keep all that in mind. And you can always request holidays off, or you can just take holidays off if it already falls on your schedule and they have enough manning for the day. You just work that out with your, with your leadership and your supervisors. So don't let the scheduling and the shifts deter you from submitting that application. Another reason people are nervous is because they think they might have something in the background process or in the hiring process that might stop them. Maybe they're struggling with their written exam. Maybe they're struggling with their PT test. Maybe they're struggling with um, with a past issue. A lot of things I do on the free coaching call or even for our, our coaching members or even just in our online course is dispel so many of those rumors. I say this all the time to the members in our group coaching or our group coaching community is you need to get out of your own way. Most of the things that prevent people from becoming police officers is them getting in their own way and having a fear or the nerves to take that first step. And, and even if they take that first step and it doesn't work out with that agency, that's fine. That's not where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be with another agency, and that's why you're not with the one that you initially applied to. So don't be discouraged about that or nervous of, or, and allow that to hold you back from submitting your application because a lot of times it's just you. You're the only hurdle that's preventing you from becoming a law enforcement officer. Now, yes, it's it's an arduous process and there's a lot to it and you know you want to try and sell yourself the best of course and that's where those other things come into play such as getting ready for that written exam or getting ready for the for the physical exam there we go that's what i'm thinking or getting ready for your board interview a lot of things you can control and a lot of things you can't control. You can't control the questions they're going to ask you during a board interview, but you can control being confident and professional looking going into the board interview. You can 100% control how you do with the written exam or 100% control how you do on the physical exam. First thing that any person does when they come into either either or any of our 
of our products when it comes to becoming a police officer is if it's the online course, introduction, fitness plan, practice written exams. Bam, those are the first first thing we cover. We have state, federal, local, a multitude of, of written exams that we give to everybody so that they can practice and get ready for, for that actual actual test, right? And here's the best part. A lot of times you can go onto the department and see samples of what they're... Now, it's only going to be maybe maybe 10 or 12 questions, and it might not even be that many. It might just be five or three in each section. But you can get an idea of what it's going to look like, and then you can take a practice exam and see how you score that mirrors those type of exams or the type of exam that you're applying to. Same with the physical. If you're if you're five weeks out from applying, or if you're five weeks out from your physical, not even applying, five weeks out from your physical, and if you applied today, right now, you're most likely five weeks out from your physical. They may contact you in a couple of weeks to, to do your written or physical, but not, statistically, you're five weeks out. The fitness plan that we give everybody is, is exactly that. It's a five-week program. Now you continue it past the five-week program, but after that five-week program, there is not a doubt in the world that you will not pass any physical fitness test out there for any department. And it just takes five weeks to get there. Five weeks of training a few times a week, and that's all you need to do. You're 100% in control of that. So you don't need to be nervous. You don't need to be fearful of submitting the application and say, I'm not ready. A lot of times when I speak with people, it's, I'm, I don't, I don't think I'm ready. I'm going to try in, in three months. If, if you're just going to put it off, what happens is going to three months is going to, is going to pass and you're going to be at the same spot you are right now in three months. You might, you might try doing some training once a week, or you might try um, a couple sample exams but then you're going to forget about it and you're not going to stay on top of it. And accountability is the ultimate, ultimate deciding factor, right? If you stay accountable to yourself, or if you, if you jump in with a group of people and you have them help hold you accountable and, and accountability is not a bad thing. Accountability is what allows us to succeed in, in our professions in our lives. So they're, it's going to motivate you, right? So interchange accountability and motivation, right? Those two words, 100% interchangeable. And it's going to motivate you to achieve your goal of becoming a police officer. A lot of things make people nervous. A lot of nerves or a lot of scary situations, right? Deter people from pursuing a path that's really meant for them. And and if you're looking into law enforcement, now's the best time to get in. So don't let any type of nerves or or any type of intimidating process deter you from pursuing that dream or that goal of yours. Because ultimately, right now is, is the perfect time for you to apply. As always, those gifts are down below for you. Once again, it's the Getting Started Workshop. It's going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process. So it's going to alleviate a lot of those nerves. You're going to know what's coming each step of the way. Some departments go out a little out of order, but for the most part, you'll know every step of the hiring process and you'll feel more confident. If you have something more specific to you, that one-on-one -on -one coaching calls down below, I'd be glad to help you. It's what I do. I love helping police candidates get through their hiring process. As always, stay safe, and I will see you next time.